Hi there, and welcome to Hiking the Highlands, a podcast dedicated to all things fun and fascinating about the trails in our region of southwestern Pennsylvania. I'm your host, Josh Byers. Throughout this series, we'll be exploring not only the great outdoors, but the people connected to the pathways in the Laurel Highlands. So lace up your hiking boots. Let's go. Good morning, afternoon, and evening to all of our listeners. This is your host, Josh Byers, and the second episode of Hiking the Highlands. I'm joined today by Mike Zabora, the chairman of the Stackhouse Board. How are you doing, Mike? Doing great. It's great to get out here with you, Josh. Thank you. Oh, absolutely. I really appreciate you taking the time to uh, to join me here and, and walk me through Stackhouse Park. Sure. We always like enjoy, uh, enjoy sharing the park with folks, and hopefully your audience will get out and check it out as well. <laughs> I sure hope so. I... Uh, Actually, whenever I moved back to town, Stackhouse was one of the places that I knew was a good good area to hike, and I, I came up here a lot, actually. Well, to be honest with you, that's sort of how I got involved here at the park. Um, my wife and I were expecting our firstborn, so we moved here about 11 years ago, which is closer to home for both of us. Um, didn't know about the park, found out, and um, from there started becoming more active in the operations here uh, met a lot of good friends here in the park and it's it's truly a gem that we enjoy i'm in here multiple times a week i love it here <laughs> i don't blame you i mean it is I, I think you got the uh the description there right it is a gem i mean it is what 270 plus acres down into a valley uh between westmont borough and lower yoder township uh, lower, right? we touch um i think I'm trying to remember how many municipalities, but we touched Lower Yoder, we touched um, Westmont, Brownstown, the West End. Jeez. So it's really, it really encompasses, touches the city all. So it touches most of the city of Johnstown. Um, and it's a little known fact that it's actually one of the largest municipal parks in the country, really. Oh, wow. Um, I didn't know that. For comparison's sake, uh, New York Central Park is around 500 acres, and we are 280. So that gives you sort of a an idea of how the, the scale of how large it actually is. Well, I, I didn't realize that. Mm-hmm. I'll tell you what, that's one thing. I had a friend who, uh, when he lived in Westmont Borough for a little while, spent a lot of time in Sackhouse Park exploring, and I hiked with him. I think it was last summer, and he was taking me places that I've never seen before. We're not, you know? <laughs> yeah, we're not going to have time to touch all the trails today, but there are some really... Um, it really goes from entry-level hiking the whole way up to, um, we have a lot of seasoned hikers that come in, seasoned trail runners as well, that spend a lot of time in the park exploring. Oh, oh that's good to hear. I know we uh, we entered here from the Luzerne Street entrance near the Westmont Elementary School, and we took Ecology Trail. Yeah, Is that it's, right? it's um, as you're facing the Spangler Pavilion at the top with the, the play area. It's the small trail that shoots straight down over the hill, and it's called Ecology Trail. It's a good place to, to start your hike with a little bit of single track here. Absolutely. I know uh, I usually just go down the main road, which I think's further on our right at the yeah, moment. Yeah, that would be Luzerne Path. We have approximately three miles of what would be considered roadways. Automobiles are not permitted. However, we do allow them if there's a wedding or an event mm-hmm. or pictures or something like that that's taking place in the park. But they are also, uh, we do permit biking on those trails as well, the main roadways. So okay. um, it's a great, I use it constantly to bike <laughs> to and from the city. That's yeah. my entryway when I'm biking. No way. Yeah, so um, because basically it drops you off in the West End. And from there, you can take a nice ride through Cambria City and get directly to the city. I never really thought about that. Yeah. I've hiked the whole mm-hmm. way down before. I know the, the first time I did, and I didn't realize where I was <laughs> or how far I had gone. <laughs> right. I know some folks that have been visiting these trails for quite some time, and they can still get themselves lost. So. Yes, yes. <laughs> but, it's a large park. <laughs> like I said, whenever I was hiking with my friend, uh, I he took me up on the left side of the park towards Sunny Hannah. Probably the Tall Timbers Trail, which is which is I think favorite. so, yeah. That's I, a favorite. I had no idea that path was even there. We'll touch on some of that today. Okay. I know that we've had some storms, so I can't guarantee that uh, we'll have clear entry the whole way through, but um, maybe we'll do some bushwhacking and climbing today as well, Josh. <laughs> I'm into it. As you can tell, I'm dressed for the part here. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. <laughs> but, all right. So 
uh, Stackhouse Park, named for Powell Stackhouse. Stackhouse, correct. He was a major in the Civil War, correct? He was correct. Born, lived around Philadelphia, but somehow got involved with the Cambria Iron Company. Actually, served as the president of that business, right? right? Yeah, there there were family and local ties, so the park was gifted. When the park really started to form, was when um, the civilian. Uh, the CCC came oh, the in. the Conservation Corps. Civilian Conservation Corps came in, and they built roughly 30 structures, which will probably pass some. And actually, this, I'm pointing out to you now on Ecology Trail, that the Boy oh, Scouts just did a project, and that's a bat box that they've, they erected. Oh, so that's really you, cool. Yeah, so, but um, that was the beginning. They built several miles of road. They built six miles of walking trails, which today we boast around eight Okay. Um, and that was in 35, 35 36, 36 right? so the mid-30s. Okay. Um, and they were a group, if I remember correctly, uh, government-funded to help provide jobs during the Great Depression. Correct, yes. So um, there were chapters locally, and they saw this as an area of opportunity, so they began to build. Um, unfortunately, the park did not necessarily, it wasn't set up and sustainable, so shortly thereafter... It sort of went to the wayside. That's a shame. And in, I would say, the 50s, it became a dumping site, believe it or not. Okay, I read that on your website. Yeah. It's uh, stackhousepark.com, right? Correct. Okay. Stackhousepark.com. Yeah, there's um, a cool little history section that kind of details everything of how the park got developed. And uh, it, what was it? In the 50s, 60s, 70s, the Luzerne Street Path was still a roadway. Correct. And that's what led to the dumping issue. Yeah, and also um, the West End behind Omos, there were a lot of cleanup efforts in the 70s. And then a, a group of visionaries and env- environmentalists <laughs> uh, that knew of what, what we had here, they banded together. And it wasn't until the late 70s and the 80s that um, Stackhouse Park really became what it is we see today. Wow. Uh, they did a great job reorganizing, cleaning it up, and... Um, making it a great place for the community and public to visit. Okay, and I read there was a local chapter of the Sierra Club, right? That was correct. the group, uh, I think they started out in California, inspired by naturalist John Muir. Correct, absolutely. So I didn't um, even know that, that there was a local chapter. Uh, Stackhousepark.com provides me a lot of the historical information, <laughs> honestly, because like I said, I was relatively new to the area. Now, speaking of history, this area that we're in right now, we came off Ecology Trail, and we took the first left across the first footbridge. Okay. This area here is where a lot of arrowheads, spearheads, things of that nature that we That's found. right. So this area right here, it was not an Indian camp. Okay. Which you brought to my attention that perhaps yes. the mound was an Indian camp. Yes, yes. But Stackhouse Park was hunting grounds for that camp. Okay. Um, given the, the lush vegetation, all the wildlife uh, today... We haven't had a baron here, to our knowledge, for quite some time, but there have been barons Stackhouse Park. We're probably going to run into deer about a half mile yeah. up the road yeah. here. <laughs> um, squirrel, turkey, um, basically any game that's native to Pennsylvania that you can think of is found even today in the park. Okay. I know we passed some squirrels and chipmunks we did. I saw. <laughs> oh, yeah. They're plentiful. So yes. you, you, might see, you might see a hawk. You might see a fox. You might see a coyote even, yeah. and that's because there's still well, yeah. a lot of wildlife in This is like a park. nature preserve for them, right? But, um, this is somewhere safe in absolutely. between the municipalities that they can absolutely. come and, and rest and get something to eat, drink. I know there's uh, quite a few streams that you can see throughout the park. This is Elk Run, yeah. Okay. Elk Run starts up in Westmont from the uh, pond at the Art Center. Oh. And, then, um, and to be honest with you, the uh, local Trout Unlimited chapters investigating to see if this would be a great place to hold wild fish as well. So that would be amazing. There's a lot. There's a lot going on in the park. But um, this area here, I do not know what tribe of Indians it was. Okay. But and this, this day, is right near uh, the pavilion where correct. they do Shakespeare in the park. Absolutely. Right? Okay. Yeah, we're right behind. I thought that I pavilion. recognized that pavilion, the little bridge over there. And actually, uh, I recently found out a lot about the Native Americans in this area for my research in the region series. I interviewed Paul Douglas Newman, who's a professor at UPJ, who's been studying Native American movements through the state and, and locally. And basically, what happened was in the well, there there were. Tribes connected to the Mississippian people around 1000 AD. Uh, and then more or less, you know, migrant people. They moved, um, rise and fall of empires. 
And somewhere in the mid 1700s, the Shawnee recommended to the group that they were with, which was the, uh, the natives along the Susquehanna River Valley, to come out here after you know colony influence and, and pressure. And so the Shawnee, the Delaware, the Conestoga, and the Conoy moved into the Alleghenies, and the, the Shawnee were connected to the Mississippian people. And uh, Paul had actually let me know that evidence of that was the mound in West. Okay, great. That it was a Native American pyramid from the Mississippians, and it would have been clay built, stepped, mm-hmm. and flat on top. Oh wow! Yeah. Well, that would explain why this is the hunting grounds because yes. we're maybe maybe a mile from where that would be. So. Oh really? Okay. I didn't realize we were that close. Oh, absolutely. When apparently Paul was telling me that there's a second pyramid. Uh, across Tioga Street, that at this point it's covered in vegetation. Okay. But if you look at topographical map, because <laughs> I keep showing people this uh, on Google, you can actually see where it's a raised like mound. Yeah. You'll have to uh, share that with me. I'm I'm very interested in that. Absolutely. Um, we're gonna go up to Tall Timber Trail, which you had spoken about a little bit earlier. Mm-hmm. And generally, this is where the deer will bed up and. They have their fawns up here generally as well. I can see why. There's a lot of down trees, a lot of shrubbery coverage. Right. And it actually borders Sunny Hannah like you were talking. Okay. All right, so we were going up the tall timber path at the bottom half, you said? Yeah, this is the bottom half of tall timbers. Um, it runs along Sunny Hannah, but this is one of the most popular. It's it's more geared towards intermediate hikers or more advanced. I was just say I'm sitting here yeah. at the top of this hill out of breath. Uh, that that is definitely a little more, a little more of an advanced trail yeah. down there, a little rockier. But this is one of the favorites. <laughs> okay, um, it does have some maintenance issues from time to time because it isn't as accessible as the ones that are closer to Luzerne. Um, however, this one runs about two miles in distance, so this is a okay. great trail. Um, but we'll go ahead and walk along here and see if we can find some deer and continue our conversation. Oh, that'll be cool. And it's a little flatter now, so. Yes, I, I definitely appreciate that. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I know, uh, the first episode I did was with, uh, Cliff Kittner from the Triple okay, CRA. Yes. And we hiked the path of the flood trail and it was, I mean, fantastic. You know, that we hiked from Franklin out to the Staple Bend Tunnel. Okay, yeah. Not a bad hike until you're right at the base of the tunnel and you've got to go up that really big hill. Right. <laughs> yeah, I use that often for uh, bike rides as well. It's okay. a great trail. We have a lot of resources in the area now and um, people are finding about, out about them more and more and uh, with Johnstown sort of having a recreation first um, attitude as of late, I think people are really getting out and exploring and realizing what our region does have to offer. Well, when we were taking a break there from our, uh, from our climb, you asked me about Mike Cook, and I told you yes. that we work together a great deal. Mike obviously has the Incline Plain Trail system across the way here. But um, I think that's another thing that we're seeing is these entities and organizations are now working together for the common Absolutely. good, which is wonderful. This trail, as you can see, it's uh, all old timber. So we do have a, a lot of fallen trees. Yeah. So Maintenance is, is a challenge, obviously, in a 280-acre nature park. <laughs> well, especially um, one that you don't have a lot of uh, access to. You're, right. like, you're, you're hiking things in and out, equipment, Correct. and there's really no ATV paths or 4x4 four paths. Um, so we do have uh, part-time maintenance on hand. However, it's hard for, for them to get up on the trails, like mm-hmm. you said. So what we do is every third Saturday of the month at 9 a.m., we have a volunteer group that gathers and we hike and we hike with saws and we hike with equipment <laughs> and we come in and remove as much as we can on every third Saturday. Well, that's good to hear. I know it's got to be a difficult job trying to get all of that stuff in, when, let alone find volunteers. Do you ever have any trouble getting people to, to come out? We have, we have a good group, um, but obviously on the weekends like that, it's hit or miss. Mm-hmm. Sometimes we'll have 10, sometimes we'll have two. We just get done <laughs> what we can every third Saturday and... Um, we do a good job, but there's always work. There's always extra work oh, yeah. to do. Well, like you said, and we'll, we'll highlight one more time here. On 280 acres, I mean, that's no small chunk of land here. It is not. And um, 
the path we're on right now, you can see it's it's not easily accessible. So, but it's tons of fun, you know. Especially like we stop here for one second. I'm looking at I don't know what is this an oak tree? Yeah, that is split in, in three trunks and is probably geez a couple hundred yeah a couple hundred years old i mean i would say judging by the base it's almost six to eight feet in diameter around the base so um there was a tree on the other side of the hill that unfortunately sewage work had to take out and it was about i remember that that was such a shame they dated it at about 300 years so i would wow. say this probably would be in that vicinity right around there mm-hmm we figured the the park was donated in 31 correct? correct yeah so it's been largely untouched for almost 100 years right absolutely i mean um there's been no logging efforts there's been nothing like that um so in fact wasn't that one of the stipulations whenever stackhouse uh his son donated the park to the city was that it couldn't be commercially correct. Tib- timbered correct excuse me so um the only thing that can be removed from the park is fallen or dead trees right that's the only provision, yeah. That's great to hear. So. Well, especially, like we had mentioned, just about the recreation opportunities in this area, but just the fact that there is this area of conservation Correct. right in the middle of... Literally you know, in the middle. Yeah, in Literally the middle, in the middle of, of the city. six different municipalities. I mean, that makes me feel pretty good to know that this is here, that, to know that almost 100 years ago there was forward thinking about Absolutely. hey let's preserve this this chunk of vegetation this chunk of of natural area for the future generations yeah and i think um that's one of the reasons we we operate on only some small grants and donors in the community mm-hmm. so i think that um a lot of people in our area feel the same way because we've been able to operate that way for uh almost 40 years now if you think wow. about it was formed in the 80s right so um, right, and that was the Stackhouse Park, Inc. Correct. Correct. There's a, there's a lot of um, like-minded people in our area that understand what we have here and step up to support us. Oh, that's fantastic to hear. And actually, I want to give uh, a shout-out to the original group. And <laughs> help me here if I'm pronouncing sure. anybody's name wrong. Uh, John Kriak. Sure, we still work with Mr. Kriak today. Okay. Uh, Clayt Dovey? Dovey? Correct. Correct. Okay. Uh, Adele Dovey, D.C. Noakes Jr., and Wally Knighton were the original founders of the Stackhouse Park, Inc. I still reach out. I have, in the past, I've reached out to D.C. as well for some assistance with the park. So those members that um, originally helped form what we see today, some of them are still active. Uh, this We're passing under here a fallen tree that kind of acts as a natural arch, and that that alone has to be a couple hundred years old we've uh in, in, in this tree is a tree that we've talked about removing but the way that it just creates a natural arch yeah everyone sort of said you know what we like it's the nice. tree. it provides yeah. an extra element so yeah. we've, we've left that one there i like it <laughs> yeah this is the upper end of tall timber so um a lot of folks uh dog walkers uh people in the park every day use uh elk run trail which is below us okay so if they would take old log trail up from Elk Run, they would find Tall Timbers, which is one of the more, um, like I said, scenic and loved trails in the park. Okay. And, okay, I see here, yeah, we're is, passing the uh, old signpost. and on to Tall Timbers. Okay. And this is a project that we're working on currently. I mentioned, like, uh, people that have used the park, mm-hmm. a lot can still get lost. Yes. <laughs> uh, we purchased our first uh, set of new trail markers. Okay. We got a dozen of them. We have 10 of them installed today. And we're going to continue through donors and things like that to add trail markers as we go in the park. And I do believe tall timbers will be the next on the list to get fully marked. Okay. Wow. I'll tell you what, we're coming up here on actually a, a part of the park I don't think I've ever been to. Where you said the upper end of tall timber, Correct. right past the, the old log junction. And I mean, we're up on the side of a hill with just... An absolutely gorgeous look down into the valley. I, I mean, this is this is breathtaking. Tall Timbers is definitely one of the high points. Um, so, on the other side, you have Salt Lake and Crystal, which you may have been on before. Yes. And they provide a view of the other side of the city. But this one doesn't provide any views of anything that has been built, any part of the city. This is just a. Uh, a pure look at nature the whole way yeah. along Tall Timbers. Okay. Let's let's stop here for a second. Sure. I just want to 
I just want to appreciate this. I mean, you can't hear the city. You can't see the city. You can't see anything other than than trees and vegetation. I mean, so we do have um, a good population of red-tailed hawks here, like I mentioned before. Okay. And these areas, sometimes where it opens up, or where you can really get a good glimpse of them wow. hovering or even yeah. uh, hanging out in a tree yeah. um, or with their meal, which I've seen as well. So, <laughs> wow. I'll tell you, if, if I didn't know any better, you'd think you were out in, uh, in the forest. Absolutely. And you do, you do hear the red-tailed hawks generally before you see them. Um, and someone told me the other day, they make that loud screeching noise. Mm -hmm. Often when you're watching a movie... And there's an eagle in the movie or something. Yeah. The sound that they're using is actually a red-tailed hawk. Really? Because they're loud. Like, if we may hear them along yeah. our... I'll make sure to point it out if we do. But they're okay. they're very loud. They screech very loud. And uh, they're massive birds. And they, they live here in the park. That is so cool. But this is a beautiful view. I agree. It really is. And, and again... Unfortunately, we, we're not able to find any deer. But yeah. it would be odd if we don't run into them somewhere yes. here. Somewhere. <laughs> I know. I've run into them quite a few times myself. And it's, it's always that... Uh, kind of the you, you as a hiker end up as the deer in the headlights because you're you know five feet away from this wild animal who's just hanging out oh wow we we were coming up on so i told you we might tree. run into some maintenance opportunities <laughs> yeah here we are <laughs> <laughs> oh going down a slight embankment to the root ball of a downed tree under another Oh, that wasn't too bad. No, this this is actually... Um, oh, this might be a little more difficult. There's another tree. <laughs> this is something that we would address on a Saturday. Mm -hmm. And believe it or not, this is probably an hour's work. Just cutting through these trees. Yeah, to take these ones down. Oh, wow. I mean, that's impressive considering the fact that these are no... These aren't small <laughs> species. Well, to be honest with you, I never owned a saw. I never ran a saw until I became a member of Stackhouse Park. <laughs> and um, just through the years of learning from Mr. Todd and the Ranger Station yeah. and other folks that volunteer, I've probably become one of the, the main saw people in the volunteer group now. <laughs> and um, you just have to be really careful, but once you learn what you're doing, um, it's not as difficult of a task as it appears to be. Well, and I'll tell you what, this is actually <laughs> like the, the natural archway of the uh, other down tree we, we walked under crawling up and over and around those ones kind of adds to the whole fun and the experience of this <laughs> it does but we also like to keep them as clear as possible ah, fair enough <laughs> so you mentioned uh mr todd there in the ranger station and he's located right beside the learn the Zern street entrance yeah he's generally here monday through friday and um saturday morning he spends a lot of time in the park okay um, just with general maintenance, mm -hmm. um, scheduling any events. We do have weddings. We do have birthday parties. We have things like that where you can reserve a pavilion. Right. Now, one that uh, that recently took place, the art in the park. That was a huge event for us, the art walk yes. in the park. Yeah. Um, we have not estimated attendance, but I would I would guess that we probably neared 1,000 wow. in attendance. That's great. Um, all the restaurants that showed up ran out of food which is generally a good oh, sign geez. so they were scrambling to get more food here um great reviews from the vendors uh we had a 5k in the morning as well which went off really well so i mean that's right you designed the path right i did um you... and i only heard one individual say that it was too hard for them and they would not be back Other <laughs> otherwise it was very very appreciated they appreciated the event as well but um it is a, it is a challenging run in the park it's, as you can tell, we're not on roads or dirt roads. Yeah. Or we try to do as much uh, of the path and single track as possible to highlight the park. Okay. Do you know how many people signed up for that 5K? So we had 60, which... um That's impressive. We didn't have it last year, so we were looking for 50 plus. Okay. So we met our goal, and we were, we were really happy with that. Nice. Fantastic. There were some really, really good trail runners. There were some people that have never trail run before. We <laughs> even had some uh youth as little as i think eight years old that completed Jeez. the run so, and they did wonderful it was great <laughs> and you'll see why there's so many animals in here as you look at the ground look at all the nuts okay you see that i know that there's uh there's a lot of what oak trees around me and right. actually the <laughs> while i was on your website this morning i came across the store section which i didn't know existed yeah absolutely and it seems like the the acorn is kind of the symbol for stack it is and all the proceeds on our of uh, the web store 
definitely come back to the park. So oh, if anyone wants to check that out, we have some unique, uh, unique pieces in there that <laughs> aren't typical of our just like Stackhouse Park logo. Yeah. Which Mr. Todd actually has in the Ranger Station for anyone interested in those. Okay. And we have a workaround trail here too because the uh, weather took down another tree. Oh yeah. This one's much smaller. <laughs> Still though, I mean that's like I said, part of the fun of. Well, getting outside, getting into the woods, hiking is experiencing nature and getting away from kind of the whole development area of municipalities and cities and towns. Right. And actually, and it does, like you said, it doesn't having a tree down here or there. Mm -hmm. It doesn't ruin the experience. Sometimes it enhances it. Yes. So. <laughs> <laughs> I know. I always. I wouldn't say I look forward to it, but I always appreciate it. You know. Yeah, and um. I know even when I'm hiking like the Laurel Highlands Trail. Oh, that's uh, a wonderful one. It is. I love it there. And and they, anywhere where you have old forest growth, mm -hmm. you're going to have things like this happen. Yeah. Um, and obviously that's a, a state-run park. But they, we all face the same challenges, right? Aging timber, mm -hmm. yep. um, weather, things are going to fall down. But like I said, uh, we do our best to keep the trails clear. And they're in pretty good shape considering the weather we have had. I mean, I'd say so. We had a lot of rain a couple of weeks ago, which I knew would bring... Oh, that was crazy, wasn't it? The, yeah. the remnants of Hurricane Ida. Fresh. Some oh, of our that. squirrels or chipmunks were getting at those. Yeah. Hickory? I don't know. Um, I believe so. That's a hickory nut. Okay. That I would not have been able to identify. Yeah. I don't know I've ever <laughs> seen a hickory nut before. That's what that, that's what that is. Um, and this is an area of opportunity as well. So we are going to place a permanent footbridge in this location. As you'll see... Um, just runoff. Right. Runoff has created this ravine. I actually found a contractor who does work like this and is more than willing to hike a mile in the woods with materials to build a bridge here. So wow. um, those folks do exist. So <laughs> this is a, this is a place that we're looking to beef up as well on the Tall Timbers Trail with the footbridge. Um, folks, what, what, what would you say here? I mean, it's probably almost eight, eight feet deep here. Yes. It just separates the middle of the trail. I mean, I can well, see the other side. It's just... Oh, I guess you can just walk up these stones. Yeah, to be honest with you, um, REI came out about three years ago, and we built an earthen bridge. We were basically uh, leg-pressing these large boulders <laughs> uh, down path to create a little bit of an earthen bridge. Um, over the years, it's taken a beating, so we know that we need to put a permanent bridge in here. Okay. It's just a matter of time. Um, folks that are out on the Tall Timbers Trail, this is a place to use caution when mm -hmm. you come across the large ravine. But... Um, it's definitely passable. You just need to be careful. Yep. And my, my assumption is um, we're obviously below Sunny Hannah here, probably a low point yep. in the course. A lot of that where run we off. run off. Yep. And, and water will do this too. Yep. And I think we got five plus inches of rain a few weeks ago we with did. Ida. But this has been, um, I think was uh, been over the years that this has really started to. Oh, it's just worn away. Yeah. Okay. Which actually, wanted, I wanted to ask, um, we had talked about the Civilian Conservation Corps and everything that they did, pavilions, fire pits, bridges in the park. Is there anything left that there they are. worked on? There are. So I'm not, I'm trying to think of where we may cross something. I think we might go down to Elk Run. We're all, we'll go past the old four-post pavilion. There's roughly, so they, they built about 30 structures, which included fireplaces and things like that. Mm-hmm. I would say there's well over a dozen still existing, at least some um, foundations and whatnot. Even some of the original pavilions are still used today. Oh, however, okay. the ones on the outskirts that aren't as accessible, yeah, um, use was low, so they've sort of been decommissioned. But they, the foundations still exist. I think I've come across that before. I guess down near Elk Run, you know, there's section of uh, of stone that that's just the, kind that's, of. That's the four poster. I think we'll. Oh, okay. That's probably the one that. Yeah, like I said, people that have come across that one realize that that's, that's one of the original structures. <laughs> I know whenever I ran across it, uh, well, I guess for the first time, probably six years ago, I was wondering, you know, is, was there a house in here? Like, <laughs> why, is this, why is this foundation here? Funny enough, I don't know if you've ever been over the, um, the telephone pole steps. There's posts in the ground that take you up. Yes. Elk Run? Yes. So there's a small foundation up there that actually was a cabin. Oh. Yeah, so uh, we will go past that as well. Oh, nice. When you figure we've probably done 
what, a little over a mile at this point? Yeah, I mean, I'd say we're in a little over a mile. You can see the four-poster from here if you look down over the hill. Oh, that's cool. See? Yeah, I see the other path down there as yeah. well, yeah. Like, that, you, like you mentioned in the very beginning, uh, basically, Stackhouse Park is one valley yep. with two large hillsides. Yes. So <laughs> <laughs> it's a perfect bowl almost. Yeah. Which actually makes it so interesting because I'm just going to keep harping on this. We've got five or six different municipalities all bordering it. Correct. You know, and if you didn't know any better. seven or eight entrances, so accessibility yeah. is there. Accessibility is there, and it is a little haven from everything. It, like, it's, you can't hear any cars. You can't no. hear any houses. I hear some birds. birds. I, <laughs> I hear the wind in the trees. And this was also a tree that came down years. I think that this was a part of the um, tornado that came through. However, oh, geez. it created a nice little pathway. So sometimes, sometimes that nature cool. makes adjustments to trails as opposed to removing yeah. them. Or, you can see how lush it is. So obviously, um, there's no lack. We don't have any issues with things over drying in the park or anything like that. Okay. Because it does get all the runoff being that it is... Like you said, a perfect bowl. Yeah. And we have, like, right here, this is a natural spring of sorts. We have several of them in the park that create a little bit of a, a wetland area. Which actually uh, reminds me, down, I think it's off of the, the Elk Run Trail, uh, there's a little sign set up and a, a cap for a mine vent that talks about... Absolutely. We'll pass that as well. Okay. The, the mine ran under right under Stackhouse Park, all the way under the, the Connemaw River, down by the wire mill, and it used to have a conveyor belt that fed right into the the steel mill. Yeah, we do have a, a, a memorial down there now, which outlines all of that, and that is on Elk Run, which that is one of the, this is one of the more scenic love trails in the park. Okay. But Elk Run is definitely one of the more used the trails more used. in the park. Well, I guess it's just the one that runs down the middle, it's so it's super, the most accessible. It's super accessible. Yeah. It follows the creek. It's <laughs> it's a nice trail for dog walkers or anyone that just wants to get out for a leisurely walk. Well, speaking of that, uh, this you know, was actually an Eagle Scout project. Oh, this bridge we're walking over. Yeah, I believe it was done by John Kendig, who now lives on Luzerne Street. Um, Hopefully so a, ten a years park ago, user. <laughs> they are. I do believe that they are park users. And um, just to let you know, you've walked this trail so far. The dedication it had to take to get all this material oh, up no. here. So. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, this is... We are on the far hillside by Sunny Hannah. And there's no easy way to get in here. There is not. Like I said, it's a long, it's a long trail. It's one yeah. of the longer trails in the park. When we were talking about just the, the scenic nature of Sackhouse Park... And one of the reasons I wanted to feature it is because I, I've been here in, I guess, early autumn, but I've also seen pictures in late autumn. Yes. And I mean, it's amazing. It is absolutely a little scenic heaven for people who really want to appreciate the, uh, you know, fall. And we have a lot of local photographers that take advantage of Stackhouse Park as well. Yeah. Um, it's almost weekly where I see pictures on social media where uh, professional photographers were in here uh, doing sessions with their customers, just to, even the spring, yeah. anytime. The winter, we see people in here taking pictures, so <laughs> it's very scenic. Nice. Okay, we're here at the bottom of the Caddy Trail. We took a little break. The, uh, the terrain got a little more complicated <laughs> we needed to uh maneuver our way down the hill off of tall timber and now we're what right beside elk run yeah this is elk run trail um a lot of people know elk run which is the double track that follows elk run mm -hmm. um this is the single track portion of the elk run trail it goes um up so, to for people coming down elk run it would go up over which we're gonna we're headed that way now the um telephone pole or post steps that come up over the hill. I got gotcha. you. And we're still on the Sunny Hannah side of the park. We are. And um, Caddy Trail, obviously, the name is its purpose. <laughs> That's a trail that caddies used to take from Brownstown up to Sunny Hannah. Uh, I couldn't I imagine I hope they that. were not carrying golf equipment <laughs> because it's extremely steep. Yes. So. That, that is not uh, an easy thing to maneuver 
I can't imagine with uh, a pack of golf clubs. Well, and like I told you, me and the volunteer on Saturday, actually we're carrying saws up that. That's so, right. Yes. So it comes <laughs> once again, like we, we do our best from a maintenance perspective, but uh, accessibility can be an issue. Yes. <laughs> I don't blame you. Just getting a, kind of a taste of that far trail. And let me tell you, it was a treat. I really appreciated the fact that you were out in the middle of, of nature and it was so quiet and peaceful. And there was really that kind of cool ravine that ran that you were saying that uh, the tree had crossed. You yeah. were cutting. And you're really, like you said, um, you're not far from anything, but you're really disconnected mm -hmm. up on the hillside on tall timbers. So it's a, it's a great place to both physically challenge yourself and uh, mentally and maybe spiritually <laughs> take a break as well because yes. you're so disconnected. Yes. We're heading up here. We're gonna go to uh, to the, the foundation of one of the cabins, is that yeah, right? Yeah, so this is one of the uh, structures that the CCC had built um, in the mid-1930s. And this was actually a cabin. Um, there's not much left of it today, but some of the structure still stands and we get a lot of questions about what it is. And it's right up from those telephone pole steps that I keep talking about. Okay. Um, this is a part of the 5K course. Oh, jeez. <laughs> Don't say oh, jeez. We want more runners to come back next year. <laughs> I'm sorry. Wait, let me rephrase. Uh, oh, this is easy. This is this is a piece of cake. No, but it was fun. Like I said, everybody enjoyed. <laughs> I remember whenever, because I, I wrote about uh, art in the park. And I think you said that you didn't make it very difficult but it was challenging challenging is always a good way to describe things I yes think. so what's nice is we just came off that tough tougher hike up the tall timbers but when you come down here along the creek you get the cooling effect from the creek yes because you're in the bottom of the valley right. now oh this is nice and there yes <laughs> please watch your step while you're hiking through sackhouse park uh, there's a lot of rocks it is, it is a nature park yes <laughs> no but i know like we're just hiking today. We're not, in, mm -mm. it's relatively casual pace. Yeah. But my heart rates up. I have oh, a little yeah. bit of a sweat going. So oh, yeah. it'll it, help me in the long run so I can go back to my day job and sit and be focused and <laughs> knock out all my work. Yeah, there you go. And that's actually a, a great point to bring up is just, you know, we talk a lot about recreation opportunities in this area, but this really ties into just getting healthy. Well, you know, hiking is a fantastic uh, fantastic hobby if you want to you know get into shape and another side of that um, something I just touched on is we have never seen use of the park uh, be so high before and a lot of it is because of COVID and work from home yes um, it has really given people an opportunity to uh, sometimes I'll take a walk on my lunch break out mm -hmm. here just um, get out and enjoy things more get some fresh air as opposed to be being cooped up in your house yes all the time so um i couldn't agree more and that's that's such a fantastic point to make because we do have all of these these trails all these parks in the area so I, for anybody listening to this nationally come to johnstown that's pennsylvania right. <laughs> um and we've seen we've seen a lot of, of folks transplant lately because of uh the business environment has changed and people can work from home yeah so obviously an affordable place to live with a lot of outdoor recreation opportunities mm -hmm. So I think that um, we'll continue to see more folks relocate here and folks that um, have a positive outlook on the region and want to participate in what we have to offer. I sure hope so. So this is the structure. Oh. And now there's a tree growing from it, but it's a very interesting structure. <laughs> um, it, this it really cabin. is. You can see, okay, I see, the, see the foundation. Here. Yeah. And that's your fireplace, I believe. So um, oh, this was wow. built in the 30s. As you can see, the reason it doesn't exist anymore is primarily because of location. Yeah. So it's... Um, it's well off the beaten path. Maybe it was a warming hut, something like that, but um, that's what's left of it today, so. Is there any chance it would have been like a, a, like a lean-to, somewhere somebody could have camped out for the night, or? I am not 100% sure. It's my understanding that it was um, used by staff or maybe uh, maintenance. Okay. I believe that's what it was. Okay. Somewhere to get out of the elements for a little bit. I'm not 100% sure, to be honest with you, but I think that that's okay. what that makes sense. What has been described before. All right, so where are we heading now? So these are the, uh, the steps I continue to talk about, and this will take us right on to Elk Run, where we'll come across the four-poster is what we call it, another old <laughs> CCC structure, and we'll pass the uh, mine memorial. 
Oh, fantastic. So we're and trying to hit all the points here for you. <laughs> correct me if I'm wrong here. Uh, Elk Run will head back up to uh, that pavilion that we stopped at on Ecology Trail, right? Correct. It would go the whole way up there. So this is this is a perfect area, perfect park for really doing loops. Yeah, and we'll get we'll probably end this at about three miles, I would assume. So it's a nice little hike. Yeah. Um, and it touches on a lot of the uh, visual points in the park. We nice just your red tail hawk. Yeah. We just heard it. I don't know. I don't see him floating up there. He must be in one of the trees. It's about lunchtime, so he may have found lunch and he's <laughs> tucked away for now. <laughs> It sounds like he's upset the other birds. <laughs> I've always found this really interesting too. This like overgrowth that makes another natural yeah, it's arc. Like a natural canopy that uh, a lot of people take pictures of this. Yes. You'll see it all the time on our social media. Yeah. It's a really, really cool photo op in the winter. Do you know what that is? What that tree is? I do not. And I just believe it's just the natural way that that, that grew. It just grew over. Um, it's a crab apple tree is what it is. Oh, okay. Oh, yeah. I see that now. Uh, you might have seen a picture from years ago that's still used where there was like a 14-point buck here. So he was eating crab apples, I believe, <laughs> under the canopy, which was wow. a really, really nice picture. And oh, now, here's the four-poster. Yeah, this is the four-poster. This is the old structure that we were talking about, which is beautiful. And if you were to unearth uh, all that wetlands there that's now on the floor, mm -hmm. there's a beautiful stone floor under there as well, oh, um, which might give us an opportunity to... At a minimum, uncover that. I don't believe that this will ever come back into use, uh -huh. just given where it is in the park. Mm -hmm. But I think we do have opportunities to to beautify this area because this is a, a focal point. Well, it's just the fact that we this was built in the 30s. Yeah. And the the stone structure is still standing. Right. Like it, it looks like it was built oh, 15 it's, years ago. It's still... It would still be a usable structure if we see fit. Absolutely. That's that's really cool. Especially, well, I guess you... Oh, there he is. There he is. Oh, he's right Two above us. Two red-tailed hawks. Wow. Told you they're large. <laughs> that was unexpected and really cool. There, there go. goes the other one. Huh. Yeah, those are the two that I think I generally see. Um, the day of the 5K that I was telling you about, mm -hmm. um, one actually met me at the Brownstown entrance and had his breakfast. <laughs> and I, uh, I disturbed him and he flew off into the woods. But um, when you hear that screech, look up because they're not far from you. No, I mean, usually when you hear something like that, you, they, you know, they're little specks in the right. sky. But I, I could count the feathers on his tail. Well, and we're, we're in the valley now. So that would have been a, really a sight to see probably from up in the, the opening where <laughs> yeah. you, you were observing everything. Yeah. Um, unfortunately, no deer today. But uh, people who use Stackhouse regularly know that generally you're met with a herd of deer as well. Yeah. I, I know, like I said, I've come face-to-face -face with one or two <laughs> before, and it's kind of nice. Uh, we've had reports of fawns following people as, <laughs> as they hike tall timbers, so there's pictures out there somewhere that uh, show a couple babies following hikers. <laughs> but yeah, this is one of the more used trails in the park, I would say. Yes, uh, it's flatter, <laughs> yeah, a little wider. Easy for everyone to use, mm -hmm. follows the creek, it's a little bit cooler. I mean, there's, there's not a bad trail in Stackhouse Park. There's a couple that, um, that we will be revamping over the next couple of years. Okay. Um, one, for instance, which was uh, the Salt Luck Trail. Mm -hmm. It took a lot of damage when the tornado came through. The one that also sort of devastated the Incline Plain Trail for a while. Yes. Uh, it actually unearthed a couple of springs that created some wet areas. So I do believe that once um, once we get the proper equipment that we're looking for, we'll probably completely rebuild that trail over the next couple of years. Okay. So we're always looking for areas where we need to improve, um, what we need to do to make this place to continue to be enjoyed by so many. And I think on your website I counted 14 trails available? Yeah, I, and I think that that's probably a, a pretty good estimate of where we're at. And... Um, I think the website also says seven miles. Yes. But if you count all the uh, the deer trails, I thought it was a snake for a moment. Just a worm. <laughs> Just a worm. A and, very uh, big worm. <laughs> yeah. And um, deer trails or folks that began to use deer, deer trails as footpaths, we're probably closer to eight miles okay. of trail in the park. And are you guys working on anything right now to develop another trail? or? We are not. Um, I think that the general 
feeling for the park is we want to work on what we have and mm -hmm. continue to improve what we have as opposed to building additional. Well, that makes sense. Uh, there's definitely enough enough landscape here to build additional trails, yeah. but um, with maintenance and what we already have, we have a pretty good network. So it's just about maximizing and uh, continuing to maintain what we have. That makes sense. And what about uh, hours of use? Dust dawn? Dust of dawn. Okay. Yeah. Um, we will permit additional. All you would need to do is contact the ranger station and um, just basically tell them what you're going to be doing and why you would be in here. Okay. So, like for instance, sometimes a group, or the scouts, the scouts are very active in the park. Uh, Girl scouts and boy scouts. Sometimes they'll have a fire or something along those lines. Yeah. And that's that's completely permissible. As long as we we know that well, yeah, people just, are here you just get it. a heads up. Correct. That makes sense. They've done a lot. They've done a lot of great work over the years <laughs> for us, the Boy Scouts and the Girl Scouts. That's good to hear. You know, they're especially the the local chapters around here are, are very active with uh, recreation groups. They're they're in here weekly, I would say. Oh, geez. <laughs> yeah. So so very active. And we're coming up right over this hill would be the mine memorial. Oh, okay. That was the one that I was. I, was I don't talking know when about. you were here last, but just to place you where you are. Yes, I appreciate that. <laughs> it's quite easy to uh, to kind of forget where you're at in right. Stackhouse. And if this, you follow the creek either way, you will either end up in the West End <laughs> or Westmont. So, <laughs> oh, okay, this is the mine cap. Correct. It was a, a vent. As soon as we get up to it, I'll be able to say exactly <laughs> which mine. Because I cannot remember. Elk Run the, Shaft. There we go. The Elk Run Shaft. That was uh, in operation from 1922 to 31 for Cambria Steel. Supplied coal to the Rosedale Coke plant. And, oh. So was it? At the Elk Run Shaft, coal was dumped from coal cars in the upper Catanning seam using rotary dump. The coal fell into the measuring bin located above the lower Catanning seam, where it was weighed and dumped into cars for its trip to Rosedale. Which I think, so I guess I, I was incorrect here. I thought it went to... You were incorrect as to where it went, but it yes. ultimately it goes down... It goes under, under the, the Connemaw River. River. And then Rosedale would be not far from um, Hingston it, Run. Yeah, it was below, like, Prospect. The Honan Avenue Hiking yes. Trail. Yes, yes. The Honan Avenue Hiking Trail, which um, is the entryway to uh, another hiking... Um, I don't know what the word I'm looking for is, uh, but it'll take you to the Hingston Run Falls. Okay. So another hiking highlight, maybe, is what I'm yes. looking for. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> wow. And this uh, this was erected probably seven years ago. Okay. It looks, it looks the nice. The three wooden posts with uh, the, the cut steel on top memorializing the miners. It's held up really well. It needs a little bit of elbow grease, but um, it looks in, it's in good shape. And uh, Mr. Charlie Voiko, who's still a very active member of the board... Um, does all of our signage and things like that, and he designed and put this together for us. Cool. So it's not just uh, recreation and, uh, and and healthy opportunities; it's also education. We've talked a lot about <laughs> we've talked a lot about the history here. So, well, I think that's something that's so cool that often gets passed up, uh, you know, regarding Johnstown and, and Cambria County as a whole. Is that there's so much history in this area, in this Absolutely. valley, and. You know, it's it's just it's not that hard to uncover. <laughs> well, and it, it seems like it seems like we have a lot to learn from each other. So yeah, just you and I. I told you there were Indians here. You told me where they came from to hunt here. Um, everybody has their little pieces of information and tidbits of uh, what has gone on in our area, and it's great to put them together so you see the big picture. Yeah. Speaking of that, how did you guys come across the 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 artifacts that were found there, the arrowheads and such? So that was uh, from the 70s to the 80s, I believe. I do not recall the gentleman's name. Um, there was an article just written. Uh, he, he published that, I believe, in the 90s. Where he And there's pictures in the, the ranger station as well. Where um, just along Elk Run, the creek, he had found some. So started to look more and more. And I think even as a child, he found a couple. And over the years, had accumulated a collection. Okay. And that's when the curiosity peaked. And... Uh, he did his research and found that this was main hunting grounds wow. for the for the encampment. But uh, yeah, in the the mid 1700s, when the Shawnee came over in the the Delaware and Conestoga and Conway uh, and set up Conemaw, actually that was their town. 
Um, I'm sure they use this. You know, th this probably would, this whole hillside would have been fantastic for them. So just to give you a, a little bit of a compass where we are right here. This is Old Logger Trail, uh, where we began on Tall Timbers. Oh, geez. Yeah, so... So we, so we just, did. We did, we did a big. Loop. We did a big circle. Oh, cool! And we'll end up down by um, Stack uh, Shakespeare Pavilion, where they okay. hold the Shakespeare, the Shakespeare on the park. Very cool. Oh, I do love this park. <laughs> it's great, and um, I think I don't remember if I mentioned to you. I can literally get to the park. There's an entrance, 0.5 miles from my home. Jeez! You don't have to drive to get to the park. It's easily accessible by many municipalities. And it, it, it literally is. I'll say, it's a gem. I'll say it again. Yep. So. <laughs> you said there were, there were, what, seven or eight different entrances? Yeah, there are. Um, so you really do have a, a number of, of access points to just come in and maybe wind down. Maybe right. maybe get a run in. You know, this Elk Run Trail seems like it'd be perfect to, to take a jog on. Yeah, a lot of people. The, the only thing with Stackhouse Park is if you go down a trail, you must go up. Yes. So everybody needs to, everybody needs to keep that in mind when they're planning their activities in the park. Yes. Unfortunately, uh, uh, the the terrain of the area works against you. And some people really enjoy that, but there are others that uh, may not be looking for that uh, that kind of experience. So. <laughs> but yeah, here's our main pavilion. Okay. And if you look up to your right, there's, oh, there's another, another foundation. Structure. I've never seen that before. Oh, really? No. <laughs> that one probably has a stone floor that may be uncovered if we can come up here. Yeah. This one does not have the stone floor. It still looks like a slab of concrete. I think the main pavilion does have the stone floor, though. Still, so to be standing in a foundation of something that's almost 100 years old, Absolutely. it's really, really cool. And in great condition, mm -hmm. by all counts, in great condition. That just, uh, I think, goes... Is an ode to the craftsmanship of the day. Oh yeah, these things can—they definitely made the things to last. And this is one of my favorite favorite spots in the park, just because of the fact that you have this arched bridge, you've got Elk Run going underneath of it, you've got this just fantastic timber pavilion. I know. I love to see families with their kids down here playing in the creek, <laughs> which is like a uh, a classic summertime scene yeah. in Stackhouse Park. Is, yeah. Everybody down at uh, down here at this area. All right. Well, we're pretty much back to where we started. We at. are. So, Mike, thanks again. I really no appreciate problem, you Josh. taking the time. It's been to, great. Yeah. This is fantastic. And anybody looking to find out some more information or possibly volunteer, please go to stackhousepark.com. Um, uh, the contact us section would be a great place to reach out. Um, that's a good place to begin to explore the park. I think we gave a pretty good overview today yep. of what we have to offer and a little bit of the history, but. Um, it's a nice website. Everything's written out there, and we'd be happy to either have you visit the park or more than happy to uh, accept volunteers as well. So Great. thank you. That wraps up our second episode of Hiking the Highlands. For more Tribune Democrat podcasts, visit www.tribdem.com backslash podcasts. Have a suggestion? Want to get in touch? You can email me at jbyers at tribdem.com or follow me on Twitter journal underscore Josh.